We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome to Fireside Chat with Dr. June Knight. Everybody's doing well today. We are doing the idol today on technology. Okay, uh, technology and the worship of technology and social media. So let's just go ahead and get started with prayer this morning. Lord, we pray that our eyes would be open, Lord, to the truth. We pray that our eyes would be open to the truth, and that we will not fall for this beast system, Lord. And we pray that your church, the bride, will have their eyes wide open. And that they will not fall into this worship of technology, Lord. That they will be set free. And that they will be willing to die for your name if it's so required. That they are not going to partner with the beast for nothing. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Bride, if you see me drinking this, this is called Spark. It's Advocare Spark. It's a health drink. Uh, all right, here we go. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for having your way this morning and teaching us through your word. Okay, Bride, we are in Revelation chapter 13, and this is the King James Version, which is my preferred version. And this is the Thompson Chain Reference Bible. Okay, we are going to examine uh, Revelation chapter 13 because some churches are teaching that it's okay to take the chip, uh, which is the mark of the beast. And the reason that it's the mark of the beast is because we are the temple of the living God. Okay, nobody comes in this temple without God's permission. And when they cut your skin, when they do surgery to implant a computer chip, that partners with the one world system, that is the beast. You become a machine. 
You become controllable. You become a part of the system, the grid, the one with the world. There, you cannot show me anywhere in this scripture that backs that up. You cannot, you cannot prove that to me, not one iota. That God wants the church to become one with the beast. I will die, I will die saying that is not true. I mean that. Because we are, we are set apart. See, this is what is happening with this one world religion that's taking place right now. With this ecumenical movement. That is trying to get everybody to come together as one. It's the same way uh, in the religions as it is in the world trying to come together as one. They are wanting to do away with separatism. I mean, I'm not trying to preach here, but it's, it's the big picture we got to look at. They are telling us when Martin Luther, when he stamped that thesis on the wall of the Catholic Church... He said, separate because of our doctrine. Your doctrine in the Catholic Church is wrong. You know, Jesus has saved us without all these works. Okay? So now what they have done with that ecumenical movement is they have done away with that and blended with the whore, with the great whore. And they are telling everybody, let's all come together, drop all your creeds, Drop all your doctrine, and let's come together for the cause of social justice, which is works. Let's all come together just like it all began. But it's the same way with the beast, people. These people telling you it's okay to get a chip is sending you straight to hell. Because it is part of this one world great deception that is taking place right now. The great deception is to pull you in the community, to pull you in, and to make you feel like you're a part of this beast. Alright, let's read the word here. We're on Revelation 13, verse 1. Revelation 13. And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns. And upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard. And his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power, and his seat and great authority. And I saw one of his heads, as it were, wounded to death. And his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast. Okay, let me point this out, Brad. Listen here. That is the Antichrist. The Antichrist is about to come on the scene. Okay, he's already here, he's just not been revealed yet. This one world religion that's trying to take place with the Pope and the ecumenical movement is lining up the church to help usher this man into the limelight. He's saying here, and I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world was wondered after the beast. This man is going to be able to do signs, miracles, and wonders. I encourage you, church. I don't care if there's five people listening to me. I pray that the Spirit will bear witness in your spirit with what this. Do not follow a person based upon signs, miracles, and wonders. 
That is what the Antichrist is going to do. They are going to give him the dragon is going to give him right here says power and authority. Okay, let's continue in verse 4. And they worshipped the dragon which gave power unto the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Oh, ho, ho, ho. Brad, do you remember yesterday when we were studying about the apostles? Was it yesterday or the day before? And we was talking about how we cannot take the glory for signs, miracles, and wonders. When God does it through us, we got to go low. And we got to give God the glory. Look at the difference of what God is asking. And if you think about that prophecy from Kent Christmas the other day, when he said that those men and women, false prophets today, that are taking the glory for the signs, miracles, and wonders, God's about to shut them down. And the reason that God has not done signs, miracles, and wonders into his true people is because these other people have been so loud. And they're about to be shut down. <clears throat> God is raising up people that will be used by his anointing and his, uh, the nobodies that he has sifted, tried, purified, and tested. That when God does this power and authority to them, they will not take the glory. They will always give God the glory. When you read in the book of Acts, you see it time and time again. The apostles would tear their clothes and throw dirt upon their head when anybody would try to elevate them. See, that's the difference. Christianity does not want people puffing them up and elevating them. This is what the beast does right here. The beast wants to be elevated. And they worship the dragon which gave power unto the beast. And they worship the beast saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Oh, he is so awesome because he can do signs, miracles, and wonders. Don't be swayed <clears throat> by signs, miracles, and wonders. Let's continue in verse 5. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, so he speaks very eloquently and very nice. Very powerful, eloquent speaker. All right, let's keep going. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. Okay, so the beast will end up blaspheming God, blaspheming his name and his tabernacle. And them that dwell in heaven. Okay. We look at that bride and we think, Oh, there is no way Christians would allow anybody to blaspheme God. But look what they're doing today. The great deception is here. They will sit in a church when their pastors get up there in obvious gross darkness and sin, and they will still continue to sit there feeding on that darkness instead of getting out and getting somewhere where they're getting the truth. They will follow that person to hell is what I'm trying to say. If you don't think that by this time that the world will not just be in awe, oh, well, he's got to be a good person because he can do all these signs, miracles, and wonders. We cannot do that. We have to know the Holy Spirit. We have to 
have a relationship with him. All right, here we go. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints. Uh-oh. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. Okay, pause. Persecution. Up. And it was given to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given to him over all kindreds, tongues, and nations, which means every one. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Isn't that sad, Brian? It says, All that dwell on the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of the life of the Lamb. Okay, let's continue. If any man have an ear, let him hear. Let us hear, Lord. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and faith of the saints. Okay, what does this tell you, Brian? What does this tell you? The saints will be there. The saints that are there. They may have a destiny to be martyred. That's what I've got written in my Bible right there. Destiny of martyrdom. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity, and he that killeth shall with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and faith of the saints. In other words, the church has got to be strong, not worship the beast. Okay, must not participate with the beast. Okay, here we go. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon, and he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him, and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed, and he doeth great wonders. So that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the uh -oh. sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. Stop right there. How do you think the world is going to be able to see it when the beast does these signs, miracles, and wonders? Technology. That is how. If you think about our phones. We can watch a video live. We can sit here and we can be laying in the bed, sitting in the bathroom, sitting in our car, anywhere on planet Earth, and the president can come right to us through our phones. The capability of technology. But he's saying right here, and deceives them. He First of all, he brought fire down from heaven, which is an amazing sign, miracle, and wonder, who some could interpret as the new Elijah. Think of Elijah when he called down fire from heaven. And in the earth, in the sight of men, that's going to be through technology, and deceives them which dwells on the earth by means of, which means these miracles are going to be key which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth. Let's keep going. Saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound by a sword and did live. And 
he lived. Life under the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Martyred him. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. Okay, pause. I submit to you, bride, that is the mark of the beast. That is the chip. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. Does it not say in? That is the chip. Let me tell you. In the book of Revelation, chapter 22, it talks about uh, when we're all standing there in the great Jerusalem and we're looking at the beautiful river with the tree of life right there, did you know that in that time we will have a mark on our forehead? God marks us. See, in the end of time, Satan wants his last finale to mark humans. He wants you. He wants humans. So he wants to mark them and claim them. And once they're marked, that's it. There is no turning back. That's why these churches that are teaching this is heresy. Because it's going to cause these people to go straight to hell. All right, let's keep going. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score, and six. Okay, so it's six, six, six. Okay, so I want to encourage you today, Bride. This is going to be a short Bible study, but I just want to encourage you that technology... In the end, they are going to use technology against the Christians. All the information they are gathering through Google Home and Google, I mean, through all of our little devices where we can talk to it and it'll do stuff for us, uh, it's gathering information in your home. It's going to learn what are, your what are your habits, what are your behaviors, how can we convince you to take the mark, I'm telling you. This is what they're doing. All of your comments on Facebook, they're learning your patterns. You know, I did, I studied marketing and advertising in London. They are studying your patterns. What makes this person tick? What makes, what makes this person mad? Y'all, I'm serious, y'all. They're watching how you do social media. This is the greatest uh, test before the chip because... They are gathering everybody's thoughts, okay? So what they, they will personally address me and try to make me take the mark by knowing my weakness. In other words, they're studying you to learn your weakness. What is June's weakness? What will make her madder than anything? What will take her to the point that she will finally cave in? And I want to encourage you, Brad. You cannot love your children, your spouse, anyone more than Jesus. In the end, the devil will try to. He will try to use your children, 
Because the Bible even warns about it. Woe to those that have babies that suck in that day. Because they will try to convince you to take that mark. Because your child is suffering. And you will have to put your foot down and say, I will not partner with the beast if it costs me my life. So today we renounce any allegiance we have made with technology. We repent to the Lord for uh, putting technology over our prayer time, technology over our relationship with the Lord. And we uh, pray that the Lord will help us to not be deceived in this hour based upon technology, not be deceived in this hour based upon uh, public pressures because now everybody's come together as one and everybody's getting unified and uh, we would be separate and persecuted. We will be able to stand in this hour of the great deception and we will be able to serve the Lord even if it cost us our life. And that we will not be deceived by signs, miracles, and wonders. And I pray, Lord, for every one of my friends that are watching this, that they would hear what the Spirit is saying to them. And that they would have a relationship with the Holy Ghost as our teacher, as our guide in this final hour. In Jesus' name, amen. See, what God is doing these 40 days is, yesterday when we repented on behalf of food and uh, the hold that gluttony and food would have over us, what God is doing is He is pulling the strings. He is pulling these roots out of us because if there, can, there should be nothing that the enemy can hold on us to cause us to want to take that mark. What I mean is, if a famine comes, okay, if we have to do without food, we'll fast. Uh, God will feed us. We learned that yesterday in the Word. God will feed us with ravens. He will bring us quails. He will give us manna. We never have to worry about eating. If we have to go without food, we just go without food for a while until God comes through. We refuse to partner with technology and let anything of the beast come in our bodies. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost bought and prayed, bought and paid for. You will not come in and be able to see my heart and see my lungs and see my uh, all my stuff and be able to report back to you every day uh, what my heart rate is and all this. Uh, you don't, you don't need to know that. Uh, you don't need to know what I ate yesterday. Now listen, this is where they're going, bride. If you have this chip and your own insurance and you have diabetes and you go out there and you eat you a piece of cake, it will be reported because you broke your insurance policy. You, they will be able to tell all that kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, that it's just tracking. Uh, we renounce all that, Lord. And so help us, Lord, to stand in this hour, Jesus. I pray that all of my friends would be researchers, 
that they will seek your face, Lord, and not follow false prophets or follow people off the pits, follow them off the cliff to hell. This is the hour of the great deception. They need to have their eyes wide open. They need to be looking at symbols. They need to be looking at what they're teaching. They need to be paying attention to doctrine. They need to be paying attention to the worship team, uh, what they're doing. I mean, this is the hour we need to be aware and make sure that our people that we're connected to is not in deceit. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, bride. Well, I love you, and uh, I hope y'all have a good day today. I'm about to go in the uh, prayer room. I'm telling you, these 40 days of fasting and praying initiative for our nation, uh, these sins, has been so amazing because uh, every day, it's like, see, the Lord told me in the beginning not to do it on the radio. I was going to like I did the one last year. But the Lord said, no, this is, he's taking this very seriously. And we are addressing, we're bringing these like Moses. We're bringing these up in the fire in the mountain. And we are going before the Lord and we're presenting our own people. We're taking the sins upon our nation, upon ourselves. What, what so-and-so over there did, we're standing before God and saying we did it because we are America. We are sin we are the ones that did this. And we're being truthful and honest with God. And we're going to him and we're saying, God, you know, we lay down our nation to you today and like yesterday we're like we bring uh our addiction to food, our loving of the creation of food the idolizing of food we bring the idol of gluttony and food in our nation and what we have done with our bodies and we lay it down and we get real with him and we weep before him and we ask him to forgive us and to heal us and to restore us and you know and all kinds of revelation comes out uh during these uh 40 days and I'm tr I'm trying to tweet uh, some of the main points that come out that God reveals uh, during that time uh, to let some of the golden nuggets come out. But I, what I love more than anything is what God is doing on the team. The people, there's about 20 on the team. And as we are asking God to forgive us for the idols in our nation, He is revealing idols in our own lives. And some of them has been hard to deal with, but uh, we've been dealing with them, and we've had demons cast out on the team, and and uh, people crying out and getting delivered, and uh, all kinds of stuff. So God is healing us as He uh, is paying attention to what we're saying about the nation. So the good news is that yesterday God opened the door through my congressman for us to go to the White House. Uh, so I'm excited about us for us to be able to take a tour in March and to be able to touch the White House after us praying for the soul of our country at the beginning of the year and giving God the first fruits of this year. Um, that's just going to be epic. So, uh, God's up to some exciting things this year, Bride, and I love you, and I will see y'all tomorrow, okay? Alright, God bless you.